Hello, my name is Mimba Dodwell and this is Ordinary Artists. Hello, in this podcast I'm talking to Jerome Miller. I'd heard about Jerome through Twitter because he tweeted something so hilarious and it relates to him ending up on the Libya stage at the National. So we talk about this and we talk about the media company he works with and we also talk about his drive and passion. He's so passionate for someone who's only 17. I was really inspired and I had to get him on the podcast when I saw his tweet. It was hilarious. Um, It's a bit windy in this podcast, but do stick around because it's really worthwhile. And here we go. So I'm sitting out here um, in the National again. Um, I'm sitting here with Jerome Miller, who I found on Twitter. Hello. Um, He had a funny story. I saw him tweet about how he played a fridge in Year 10 for his juicy performance. And then two years later, he's performing at the National itself. So can you tell us a bit about how you were cast as a fridge and then how you moved to getting (laughs) to the National? Okay, well, um, it's a funny story because in year 10, I was just cast as the lion for um, The Wizard of Oz, and everyone thought I smashed it, good comments, good reviews. And then in year 11, we was given a choice of three plays to do for our final performance, and two of the plays I didn't know, so I put one for the play that I knew, and then both the other plays I put two. I didn't put a second and third. And, um, and then I was casted in a play which was, I can't remember the name of it, but then for personal reasons, being young, I wasn't very comfortable playing a homosexual person. And so I wasn't told what the play was about. And then um, three weeks into it, all my peers that were playing in the play with me told me that my teacher had a meeting with them and you know, told them what it was about, but left me out of it. So it was a bit, weird she tried to get me to play the character I wasn't comfortable so she casted me as a fridge so (laughs) (laughs) two years later in college I went to city in Islington in Holloway Uh, my teacher Caroline Griffith she applied for connections and she was quite late in doing it and um, we she decided to put on a play called Children of Killers which is by Katori Hall it's based on the Rwandan genocide and we was working on that for a good from December until July and um, we got the opportunity to perform it at our college and then go to the Orange Tree Theatre in Richmond with it which was quite different because we went from performing end on to the round and then from there we got the news that we won and that we was going to be put on the Olivia stage and then we got um, assigned a director, Justin Alderbert, a professional director, to come and work with us on that and to come and help us, you know, push out our performance. And then a few weeks, months later down the line, I was on the biggest stage in England. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And how, how was it performing on that stage? It was absolutely... It was a dream. It was actually a dream. I cried at the end. I cried at the end. Happiest. It's the first time I've cried of happiness. It was a dream because um, last year my goal was to be on TV before my birthday. Yeah. I didn't reach it. This year my goal was to be on TV before my birthday. I done something better. Theatre is my heart. So it's I reached my goal and burst through it at the same time. At the age of 17, my that's, that's really good. And how did you get into acting? What made um, you... When I was in yeah. year six, uh, we'd done a play and I was casted as a TV reporter. And I remember <laughs> I was there in my FUBU like, jeans, yeah. jeans outfit and I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it. And then 
from there, I, in year seven, I picked up on it. I just knew it was for me. So I just kept pursuing with it. I said to myself, I wanted to be an actor. I've had it from, from a young age. And, you know, it's never going to be easy because I went for auditions and I didn't get in and I cried. I went for Top Boy auditions actually and I didn't get in and I cried. And that was the moment I realised this is for me. Yeah. If I didn't cry, I wouldn't really... And the fact is that such a young age you still wanted to continue it. I mean, that's, that's passion. That is. And what I think is really, really important and has been beneficial is that I got that hard rejection at that very young age. Yeah. And it's taught me you need the no's to better yourself because if, what if I got that yes? Maybe I wouldn't be at the National Theatre yeah, a few last, last month. Maybe I wouldn't be with the media company that I'm with. So everything happens for a reason. And I've learned that and I've been taking it on board and just pursuing, pursuing, pursuing on my journey. How did you get to work with the media company you're in? And can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yes, I can. It's another funny story. <laughs> I was on my way home from a friend's house and um, I was walking home, walking past my local chicken shop. <laughs> And then someone was outside the chicken shop and asked me what I do. So I said, um, I'm on my way home. I just go to college. And they said, no, but what are your hobbies? I told them acting, I perform, I rap, I dance, I sing. And um, they said, oh, well, I'm with a media company called Fully Focused. Told me about the media company, about how they're youth-orientated and really work with... They were the first external commission company by the by the BBC. Oh, really? Wow. And they're a youth media company, completely based within within the within the youth that are the team. So a few months down the line, I went to my first meeting, and being an actor, I thought this is a media company. I'm so set. I'm just going to get myself in front of the camera, and boom. But <laughs> it was different. It was different because it was different, but it was it's awesome. It was awesome, and it is awesome because I then got the chance to to. Uh, find out how everything behind the scenes works and our director he gives you the chance to soak up everything if you say no to it it's your choice but everything there is a yes for you so me saying no to everything that's saying yes is me saying okay i don't want to learn this which might benefit me in the future so i didn't do that and i started learning how to do sound i've just finished doing a project this week where i was doing sound uh camera assistant clapperboard uh, learning how That's to direct, so everything behind the scenes. And as an actor, it's really, really beneficial because my main goal is to obviously become a working actor, but yeah. what I really want is to have my own company, which is like my media company. And it's weird because it was my goal before I joined the company. So now it's an insight for me at such a young age again to find out how it all works yeah. and just shadow my director and just taking everything because we get to go to all the board meetings we get to go to the meetings when we're planning or looking to work with another company we go to that put our input in and learn how everything works so it's really it's, it's great because the two main things that I've I always say I've got from there in the 10 months that I've been there is working on my craft working on my professionalism and working on my networking and those three things over these 10 months have been so, so beneficial to me. So it's, it's great, it's great. If I could speak on this forever. <laughs> I could actually speak on this forever. But those three points you said are very key and when leaving 
sort of acting or starting a career or trying to delve into it, I think that's the most that those are the three most important things. That's so that's so inspiring to hear. And um, what stuff have you guys worked on? Uh, we at the beginning of this year, we worked on a short film for the restorative justice system, which sounds like it's part of the police and all of that stuff, but it's not. Um, it's basically where the perpetrator and the person who's been perpetrated against in a crime have the opportunity to meet up and you know speak about the crime so that maybe so that both of them aren't really living with a you know a grudge, a, a grudge or something in their heart and yeah. maybe there's an understanding of why something happened happened and then um, we made a film with them for them in January called Rewind Forward it's with it starred Purcell Ascott and Joy Van Wade and um, we've also we also these are projects that I've worked on but we've also um, worked on something called Rise Above Rise Above they're a company and they commissioned us along with National Health England to uh, go around England and do workshops with young people we have one day go to, I went to Nottingham and Liverpool, but in that one day we meet the young people, do a workshop with them, and at the end of the day we do a short film with them. But it was a film, it was like a Vox Pop film, we done it on topics like sexual health, online harassment, etc. And um, that's going to be released soon, but we went to, these are the, really you can, from this you can see the type of stuff that we do, yeah. and our main, our main point is to make media which has a purpose and something you can learn from because we even make sketches as well but with the sketches there's always something there's always a, a message in there that's making you think okay because like we had stereotype season and inspiring season and all of this type of thing so it makes you everything we do it's enjoyable and you can watch it yeah. and have fun but it will always make you think and we challenge those big topics that's so good i mean it's nice to also see that youth are going to talk to other youth because I think that's sometimes a problem with TIE. Not in a bad way, it's just sometimes it's written from older people yeah. who have lost touch. And it's so nice and refreshing because I think if I was young and I had people like you coming to my school talking to the same issues, you'd understand. And yeah, you, yeah. you have the same, you, you've been through it recently and probably still feeling some of those things now. So it's really good. Oh, that's amazing. And <laughs> is there anything that we should look out for? Um, from you or anything you want any tips and advice as well you'd like to give some any people? tips and advice I'd love to give tips and advice um, no's are only there because a bigger yes is about to come so never ever ever doubt yourself because I went through a phase where people in college and teachers even were saying not everyone's gonna get to drama school not everyone's gonna do this not everyone's gonna do that but as long as you know in your head what you want all of that is just like background noise, like traffic noise. Because when you listen to what's in your head and don't let all the negative stuff come into you, like I've, I've even got an idea for a little short piece that I'm going to film to do with this topic, which may, might come quite soon. But um, as long as you know what you want in your head, then just go for it. And it's, it's easier said than done, I know. But stick with it because even if you go through something bad, everything, everything happens for a reason, yeah? This main point, I lost my job and I've been the brokest I've been in my life at the moment. But it's been the best, 
best period of my life. I promise you, it's been the absolute best, the most successful, the most thriving. So even if you think you're not in a situation where you can do stuff with people or blah, 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 it doesn't matter. It's been the most thriving, prosperous year. And I have to thank the Lord for that. But it's been the most prosperous year, even though I haven't been able to do what maybe what I've wanted to do. So it's not about money. It's not about what other people think. It's not about anything. It's just about wanting, knowing, and going and getting it. Wow, that, that is very helpful <laughs> advice. Even I'm like, I'm going to try to take that in. So thank you so much, Jerome, for taking the time to speak to me. Thank you for listening. You can follow me on both Twitter and Facebook at Ordinary Artists.